Welcome to another episode of New Renaissance on Cameo Radio. I'm here in the studio with Danny Honeywine. Hi. Today's episode's episode 15, the rest of the story, the Freedom Fair. We're going to be recapping the Freedom Fair a little bit. We're going to talk about what was that event. We're going to give the rest of the story. Yep. And get into a little bit about the provisional convention Mm -hmm. that went on there. So Free Press came and covered the event. You can check that out in the links and the Village Voice article. Mm -hmm. We had a town hall panel there. Mm -hmm. We had speakers. Yeah, there was people speaking and there was nine people that gave testimonials. Opening testimonials. Yeah. There's more. There's Village Voice article about that, right? Mm-hmm. So there'll be more detail in there. Yeah, yeah, and it, I might just briefly touch on testimonial and why it wasn't just you know people giving a speech. Like it wasn't a speech. It wasn't a speech. No, this was a testimonial given by some some people who have expertise in some systematic approach. Right, right. And that was part of the provisional convention of the thing, right? It's these 18 development sectors we've talked about on other episodes. Exactly. And so what's a testimonial? A a testament is a test of the mind. Mm -hmm. So these are experts who have been tested and who have seen something from a bigger perspective and are giving testimony as to the testament (laughs) that they've experienced, the test that they've gone through. They've gone through those tests. Yeah. So that's why it's a testimony. And that's really important. It, to know. Very, very yeah. important. It's a very critical point. It doesn't come from learning about something. It's the culmination of experience. experience. It's, it's their wisdom. It's wisdom. Really? Absolutely. That's what it was. So there'll be, I want to definitely encourage people to check out the Village Voice. The testimonies, most of them, if not all of them, will actually get published in the Village Voice for yeah. perpetuity. Oh. And it will also be uh, released in audio. Yeah, we'll have it as a yeah. podcast features and whatnot. So, yeah, that was really something. The town hall panel was amazing. It came together in really this beautiful, yeah, really, in this, oh, just beautiful yeah. way, totally organically, yeah. right? And and that's the thing. Like, it wasn't a speech. People just threw down. No, it was stories. Yeah, it was really amazing. They really were able to tell their story. Yeah, and I think the yeah. venue really captured it. Absolutely. It was just such a beautiful venue. We had it at the South Caribou Theater. They were just the best hosts we possibly could. Incredible hosts. Amazing, right? Incredible hosts. They've got the best popcorn in BC. Best price. Best price. Like, amazing. Where can you go? The seating is incredible. They're like lounge chairs. Oh, incredible seating. (laughs) The hosts and the staff are... You're not going to find that anywhere else. They are open 364 days a year. They take one day off for Christmas. It's incredible. It's incredible. And I didn't even know that. The COVID thing hit and Mm -hmm. it just messed everything up. But Mm -hmm. these guys are... They, it's a great screen. They've got a new laser projector there. Family run business. Family run business. Mm -hmm. Awesome people. Best price. Best popcorn. Yep. They're packed all the time. It's a great little... We're super... We should... We should be... Very grateful that we have <laughs> yeah. that establishment like, I in bet, our town. I bet you if you had a fuel-efficient car or something, you could drive from Kamloops, watch a movie in more style and chairs, and probably pay about the same as you would for a Cineplex Odeon with better popcorn and everything. Yeah, better. I, good day. I mean, if I lived in Williams Lake, I'd drive down for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And we had some great support there. We had volunteers mm-hmm. come in, some mm-hmm. of our friends, mm-hmm. some of our family. Mm-hmm. People showed up. They helped us set things up, take it down. We had food. There was like a really good little gathering in the yeah. lobby. Yep. Yeah. Lots right? of support, lots of food. Lots of questions, lots of chit chat. <laughs> It was, it was really great. It was a very, although it was kind of a formal event, it was a very informal atmosphere. Yeah, it was a small group. And what happens in a small group is you can generate some really great ideas mm-hmm. when there's real people oh, that yeah. show up. It wasn't, yeah. we weren't overwhelmed. There was like, what, maybe two dozen people? Um, like 35-ish. Yeah. yeah, so it, it led to... There was a really great debrief, and there's been multiple debriefs right, after, the after party that have happened yeah. since then. Oh, yeah. Um, there's been some great conversations. And some emergent groups kind of looking at, you know, the emergent sectors mm-hmm. that are coming up in our area. And right. then ultimately, it's what's next is and, where and, is it leading to? You say coming up. And mm-hmm. I, I think that it's really good to clarify that, too, mm-hmm. is that they are emergent. It's not like they're not happening yet. Mm-hmm. They're coming up. Mm-hmm. They're They're emergent. Yeah. Right, Absolutely. people are starting to realize that these are already things. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. it's great, and that's like you said, these expert testimonies. These well, and it's interesting too because what happened? Where did what did it lead to? We actually had some questions from the free press mm-hmm. about well, what are the goals? And it's and it's like well, we've specifically outlined, which unfortunately the free press didn't stay no, to actually listen to the presentation. They said there was several. Yeah, well, there's they, eighteen. 18. Oh yeah, well, but that's whole, that's the whole point, right? Is to ask what the goals are. Yeah, is actually it it patently ridiculous because we said in the presentation that we're not doing the we, sustainable development goals. Yeah, these aren't we're goals. We're looking at a systems, a holistic systems approach, sectors of development as an alternative yeah. to being having goals shoved down your throat. Well, and we as even a community. did a podcast about it, a trailer, yeah. a trailer, yeah. a special int- uh, introduction. Yeah. Right? So not to worry. That's why we're doing this episode. Yeah, to okay. clarify. Yeah, we could <laughs> get it. Maybe hopefully clear it up for the people little. that ja- had to jam out to go look at a grass fire. Yeah, that there was a fire right around the corner at the time yeah which is really exciting for people and i guess i mean a grass fire takes precedent over you know i mean it's exciting for firefighters yeah i i yeah i really like to be a firefighter what is the where are we at here what are the what were the challenges oh man we did the whole thing in two weeks well we planned we had to execute it in two weeks we we had two weeks to pull it off yeah and uh, we were trying to figure out how to advertise it, how to brand this thing. Like, how do you brand this thing? Yeah, provisional convention. People are like, what? The a first. Yeah. I mean, and the reality of it, too, is it's the first provisional convention mm-hmm. to run three times a year plus one annual mm-hmm. for 3,000 years. Mm-hmm. Like, or however, yeah. I didn't just yeah. miss say that. 3,000, <laughs> like, it sounds preposterous. It like, is this is a generational project. Yeah. Yeah, and so why were we why were we rushing? You know, it might have felt. Pull, why would you even try to execute something in two weeks? And right. it's like because it w- is emergent. It's emergent. It, we were pressed. We were we were pressed, and part of the reason is because like so the rise and the fall and the chaos oh. of the whole introduction to 2022 being this convoy movement, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, the COVID, and right? The... And and just the total chaos of basically where we're at in society we right. had all of the convoy stuff coming up oh, about yeah. ottawa and we have all oh. the ukraine stuff popping up of this global oh, yeah. chaos and so at some point 
it's it's like we have to s- turn to each other and say like okay but like what about our local collective right like, like what, what about, about us i i just the thing that really stands out in my mind the nurses last mm. year's heroes this year's unemployed people are like what is going on mm-hmm. so they're they're having these convoys and that I, boy well, that's it, all over that's now. all oh it's just right. well it, the, the honk honks are still finding things to honk about mm-hmm. right that honk honk is still going on but we knew when we first arrived at the big skis we did some lives from there it was a really great time. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome community event, street hockey and all the rest. Mm-hmm. We always knew and we said right from the first one, it's going to be great once we move this thing indoors. Totally. We, we always knew that we were going in this direction. Yeah. But meanwhile, there was misunderstandings. Oh, there was like conflict, unresolved conflict. Oh, Keep yeah. trying to resolve the conflict and it just keeps coming up and nobody wants to actually resolve it right. unfortunately oh yeah and all eyes are over on ukraine yeah. and what about the old town like you're saying right and and, and we've never done this thing before <laughs> was getting asked about like about agendas like what's your agenda and oh, and we're yeah. like well it's this this, this this these development systems like it's this community thing it's a very local yeah. localized i think like it's not some mystery like it's it's for the that it is right. the communities. Right. But like you said, this is an, this is something that we've never done before. No. Right? We had a very short window to pull it off and to try to explain to people that this is emergent in culture and in society already, but nobody can really grab it yet. Well, and also it doesn't happen within a within the lifespan of an individual. So there's nobody that we could go to to be like, hey, how did you do this in the past? Like, there's no... Right. It's like this large recurrence. Right. Spiritual or whatever we want to call it, this recurrence mm. that happens, and there's nobody to turn to. All you can do is turn to your history books and, you know, it's, the wise counsel of the elders that maybe have old, stories. Yeah, it's yeah. not the old renaissance. No, it's the no. new renaissance. And so we actually had somebody... Um, tell us that what we were doing is feudalism. Oh, that was That we really... were, like, creating a feudalist society. I'm like, no. It we're... was like, what's a... It's a foundation. <laughs> like, it's it's a community foundation to bridge the gaps in development right. systems. Okay. Like, and then, and I, I don't understand how that's feudalism, me, but I'm still confused. Let me just try to qualify that observation as okay. well. I have a coat of arms. Right. Right. So, because I have a, a coat of arms, that looks like feudalism. Right. Who, who has a coat of arms these days? I mean, lots of people do. Bob, there's like, just, you can go on the internet it. and there's lots of talk. There's like thousands and thousands of articles about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just not, people don't walk around with like coats of arms on their t-shirts. Typically that's absurd. not. It's absurd. It's absurd. Yeah. But like people so, do it. I went on the internet and I was like, there's just thousands and thousands of articles. Well, the like BC Ambulance and, Service has a coat of arms. Right. And, and all of the government buildings <laughs> all have government. coats of arms. And, right. Yeah. So it's not... I don't know. It was really... It's been quite the experience. It's been I'll quite the it experience. <laughs> I mean, we were infiltrated by clowns. Well, a clown. We still don't fully understand that whole experience. I really there. don't totally understand that, but that was really... So what do you do at a never-been-done-before <laughs> event? We, we had to try to fundraise i mean were we even fundraising we, we weren't really able to fundraise no like because it's it's never been done and nobody really knows yet <laughs> <laughs> what's happening like what it is right it's and emergent I, but it's like well what what is it yeah, like what is how it how do we get going in this direction exactly as a community that's yeah. the really new part so what was the hardest part about this like really 
We've I, never done it before. Right? I think, honestly, the hardest part was that, in general, the reimagining of institutions mm-hmm. doesn't happen. It's not oh. a common occurrence in one's lifetime. That's true. And I've met other people that say, oh, I didn't think this was going to happen in my lifetime. And here we are. And here we are. And, yeah. and so everybody kind of knows. Right. But like you said earlier, there's no... There's no um, playbook for this. We can't just go to somebody and be like, so, like, how did you reform society into what it was always meant to be? In, like, 15-whatever. Yeah, like, can we get a TED Talk on that? (laughs) Yeah. No, we get a Cameo Radio on that. Yeah, like, we have history books and all of that stuff. We can try to figure it out. Yeah. I think we're doing pretty well. (laughs) But it's never the same. No. And, like, what are the mistakes and how you learn from that? And that's, I think, what's happening on the globe right right now. (laughs) As far as I know, we're going to infiltrate it by clowns and we got two weeks to pull off something that's never been done before. Yeah, basically. So, that's good, though. That's that's also a test. It's a test of the mind. This is a testament as well to that, Mm -hmm. you know? We actually have one more powerful testimony that nobody nobody heard at the Freedom Fair um, that we'd like to, to read. Right. Paul's letter. Yeah. And why is this letter so important? So maybe first I'll read it. Yeah, let's let's hear this letter. Alone. I have felt so alone lately. To be honest, when I was asked to write this thing, I was kind of excited. Then I sat down twice and tried writing from two different perspectives. One as a chaplain and another as a person. After a while, I was sitting here looking over my notes and trying to type them into a cohesive message. I heard a voice in my head say, I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm really tired of everything now most of the time. That, that's how I feel. I got nothing. And I'm someone who could give you a 20-minute talk on why blue is the best color, even though it's actually orange. <laughs> I like to talk. But I got nothing. I was once a person who lived a life of such zeal and flavor that I would have argued that the event's that have transpired the last couple years would have never come to be. I had so much faith. Faith in the church, faith in the system, faith in humanity. Well, now I got nothing. And neither do most of you. Not anymore, anyway. I sometimes wonder what everyone lost during these last two years of house arrest without trial. For me, I think the main thing I lost was hope. Hope and trust in my fellow man. I honestly believed... The government, appointed by votes, had my best interest in mind. But then again, who is the government? Or, more to the point, who am I? A question. All answers are given after a question. Questions exist so answers can be given. If no one questions anything, nothing will be answered. So I have a question I want you all to consider. Who am I? This question is a small and simple one. And yet it opens the floodgates to a whole tidal wave of answers. Am I the person reading this letter? Am I someone you know? Am I someone who serves you? Am I someone you care about? Now ask this question. Who do you personally think you are? Everybody has a unique life. Filled with unique experiences. Filled with unique family and friends and circumstances. Everybody feels pain, sorrow, comfort and joy. But who are you? And who am I? I am a Christian chaplain and your brother. Believe this and it is true. Don't believe it and it is still true. I ask these questions because over the last two years, we have lost the concept of you and I. 
These designations have been replaced with us and them. Us and them. Think about these words. Look around you right now in this room. Do you see us and them around the world? Do you see us and them? Or do you see you and me? Because as I look around at each of the people I meet, in all of their individual glory, I see you and I see I. Some people I know and some people I will meet at a later date. Many of us had our render unto Caesar moments throughout the last two years. We believed in the beginning, everyone would have our best interests in mind. However, we soon became disillusioned with this concept when people started dictating how our private lives and religious services would be conducted. It is important to state that my personal beliefs and that of my ethos have become different. In this, I stand alone. You heard me correctly. I stand alone. Me, a man inside a religious community based on people standing together, found himself alone. I watched over the last two years as people were pitted against one another. I could hear, but I wasn't permitted to speak. But as the old God was replaced with the new God, science, I listened as people changed from saying, trust in the Lord to follow the science in my own community. I witnessed as people that wouldn't partake in experimental injections were now seen as subhuman and part of a problem. We, the people who did nothing wrong, were without trial, sentenced to house arrest, and it was based on nothing but hypothetical evidence. Push anything hard enough, and it either breaks or bends. Some of us broke from the restrictions. We became more and more isolated and hidden. But there were some of us who decided to bend. Just another little sacrifice here or there. Just one more thing to keep going. Just one more thing. And then another, then another. The great neon box that spoke to me was known as global. It told me of such fantastic terrors. Even I, a man of great faith, began to listen as the new priest told me about the sacrifices I could make to keep myself and everyone safe. As a Christian chaplain, I understood and saw the merit in sacrifice. I understood what was being asked of me. However, as time went on, I didn't see the miracles. We weren't being saved. Then the great and glorious masters, in their infinite wisdom, searched great science and found the missing ritual, the one that would finally set us free. And it was decreed that with untested experimental gene therapy, we could live up to Genesis 3-5 and alter humanity. Then we could remember the taste of the forbidden fruit. Maybe. Finally, after all these years of being made in God's image, we could remake ourselves in the image of whatever the heck we pleased. This is the fate of those who bent. But a lot of people broke. Those of us that broke, we have to put the pieces back together. Many of us were alone, or we felt alone, or we still feel alone, but we are not alone. My letter is not to cause anger, but joy, to tell everybody that there still is hope. I have found it, and that no matter what happens, no one owns anybody. I am writing this to you and for you because I serve you, and none of you, not one, are alone. I'm writing this letter not because I want to, but because I have to. 
I'm not someone who will rabble rouse in the streets or call out the government. I am a true believer that judgment is in the realm of the Lord alone. Everything that was done in the dark will be brought into the light. We know in the hearts of all the children, I need not say more on the subject. Everything will be handled in God's time, according to that will. I want to ask you a final question, if I may. Why are we here? Right now, at this moment, why are you here? Is it for change? Community? Hope? Why are you here? Sense of belonging? Maybe a reason I haven't even come close to understanding yet. Whatever the reason is, it belongs to you. No one can take that away from you. And it is your right to have your own thoughts and freedoms. The storm now has blown past, and the fire has raged, and the flood has drowned. The damage is done. We will have many days like the one of testimony. And small things will happen. But remember, even the tiny leaven leavens the entire loaf. And I promise you all, with faith the size of a mustard seed, we can move mountains. I want everyone to be the people that God intends us to be. Or the people you choose to be. Either way, be kind to one another. Learn each other's names and faces. Be glad for each other's company. Rebuild trust. I know this wasn't much of a testimony. This is just how I felt during all of this. I miss my people. I miss my church. I miss feeling safe. People feeling safe near me. I miss my family, friends, and community. I miss live music. And like all of you during the last two years, I've missed out on so, so, so much. You are not us or them. You do not belong to anyone. You are here right now because you are free to do as you please. And lastly, you are not alone. From Paul. That is a good letter. Powerful. Yeah, very powerful. He wasn't able to attend the Freedom Fair or speak at the... Uh, provisional convention. Mm -hmm. So he supplied that letter. Yeah. And the letter was really powerful because it tied together all of the testimonies. It really, yeah, not bad. Yeah. It really tied together all of, all of the individual unique experiences that people shared on the stage. Interesting. So, yeah. And he wrote it before the event and we read it after the event. Yeah. And it ties everything together. Ties everything together. Fascinating. Yeah. That is really something. I, that letter is is great, and I'm sure we will hear more from Paul at some point. Yes, especially in the role of, or in the institution of chaplaincy. Mm-hmm. It's a very important role in our society, and very not well understood, not well understood or, or known. Yeah, a lot of people don't know what a chaplain is. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating, fascinating. So, anyways, I'm sure we'll have another episode on that with Paul um, in the future. I hope. Yeah. And there was a few other people that didn't get to speak at the convention, but were equally as present. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, big shout out to Lolo's Coco. Yeah. In the lobby. Absolutely. Great stuff. Yeah. I actually want to... And macrame. Yeah. Like if, beautiful stuff. Yeah. This is um, new in town. Um, just getting started out here. Amazing cocoa. Really neat. Former nurse. Um like and just like a really beautiful soul. Yeah, absolutely beautiful and really inspired me at the event as to how simple it is when people come in and you create space 
Yeah, you just create a bit create of space. space, and they come in and they show. Yeah, they show up. She she was really great. Mm-hmm. I got some of her chocolate. I think uh, I got to sample a few different kinds. She hand grinds it. Hand grinds it. Mm-hmm. That's really something. Mm-hmm. I have a whetstone grinder. Right. I loaned it to her to try out. Right. So you know maybe that's the first resource exchange from the central business repository. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's just that becoming emergent. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I got to try a few different... Some of it had rose petals in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I took some of the coffee. I had the uh, cherry... Oh, you had the cherry one? Pecan, I think yeah. it was. It was, it was really good. Delicious. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I know I was... Afterwards, I felt kind of burnt out after the whole event because it was just such a big thing to put on in such short notice and all the rest. And I was sitting at home and I ate some of it and was like, oh, I see why the Mayans use this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is amazing yeah. stuff. Yeah. And Generative. Uh, right across from Lolo's Coco, mm-hmm. we had JJ's Home Inspirations. Yeah, so Julie Joy had brought in... Uh, JJ's is mostly known for Julie furniture. Joy. Julie Joy. Yeah. Um, mostly they're known for, you know, furniture, mattresses, that sort of stuff. Right. But they have an incredible gift wares, gift and wares section. Yeah. And like health side. and... Yeah. Like, yeah. And so there's some amazing stuff. So uh, Julie Joy brought in a lot of stuff from that section. Mm-hmm. And one thing, a huge shout out that I want to make to their store is when you go in there and you go and shop and you go and explore the store. It's a whole experience right. and you'll meet Sarah and the service there is like bar none. Some of my favorite service in town. And I just nice. love going there because it's a whole experience. It's really Absolutely. Fun. <laughs> Absolutely. And the conversations right. are just fantastic. Fantastic. So. And that's the yeah. thing there. That's, I think why they showed up. The conversations. Right. Yeah. And, and they're the real people doing real things, real lives, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and that's just the real life network right there in that's action. It is. You know, that's just amazing stuff. That that's amazing stuff. I I, I was so stoked. And they've got these like uh, what is it? It's like an organite or organ kind of uh, generator bracelets that help with stress and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful stuff and really knowledgeable. I thought it was great. I'm gonna want to go there. Moldavite spray. Moldavite spray. I'm just saying, if you can get your hands on it. Oh yeah, no, and the proof's in the pudding. People are like, that's granola, crunch, yeah. crunch. But no, no, no try, try it. it. Try it. You just kind of spray that around you yeah. a little bit. Yeah, pretty neat. So, stuff. what did we learn? What did we learn? I think we learned a little bit about like who are we? Yeah. Like what? Everybody's like, you got an agenda. It's a feudal system. Whatever. Who, who are we? Like, what is emergent past the realm of concept and all yeah. of this? What, 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 what did we accomplish there? Who's out there? Who's out there? Who's looking at the bigger picture? Right. And there's more. Right? Yeah, we've got ourselves a very nice collective of people. Yeah, and, and who are the champions of people? Like, who are the people's champions who are looking now from this different perspective and and calling actively calling for more holistic systems for people right not just um like speaking it as uh, you know ideas or whatever but calling for it actively now in our community yes because it's it's it needs to happen yeah and paul's paul's letter i think really spoke to that as well exactly yeah yeah absolutely be who you're meant to be, be who you choose to be. Yeah, exactly. Right. And people are starting to get that. And they're looking at the holistic systems. Mm-hmm. They're looking at the bigger picture. And from that unique perspective, as it gains experience and mm-hmm. wisdom, that's when it becomes emergent as to what we need in our systems. Right. It emerges. How do we it just shows more up. Holistic. Yeah. Yeah. And so we kind of prepared for the whole gamut. We oh, yeah. we uh, we didn't know what was going to happen. No. <laughs> so we arranged everything from 
uh, showcasing the metaverse. We had virtual reality there in case mm-hmm. somebody wanted to try the metaverse. Beware the metaverse. Beware the metaverse. And did yeah. anybody use it? Uh, I think one person did. Oh, yeah. cool. That's yeah. fun. So somebody did get to try it. Yeah. I think we had Space Pirate Trainer on there. That's a fun game. Whatever that is. It's just totally metaverse. We had... Um, we had the upgrades corner where oh, right, yes. we looked at, there was featured four books, which we can also feature in the article. Awesome stuff. So we yeah. had Reinventing Organizations by... That's Teal Systems. Yeah, that's by uh, Frederick Laloux. Mm-hmm. Amazing work. Just total uh, mindset shift on how we approach work and uh, collaboration, yeah. like on an individual level in, in what we're doing in our lives, mm-hmm. but, which is typically work. We spend a lot of time working. A lot of time working. Um the other book we featured was Michael Tellinger's um, Ubuntu. Ubuntu Method. Mm-hmm. The Blueprint book. for Human Prosperity. Blueprint for Human Prosperity. Yeah. Upgrades. Yeah. We also featured the work of Maria Montessori. Oh, Montessori. 100 years old. Absolutely yep. the way to go. Tested. This this is a model that's tested. Education system. And, and blows the Prussian model out of the water, which is the model that we somehow are still using. Yeah, in 30 school. kids <laughs> in rows in a classroom. Doesn't work. No, doesn't work. Hasn't worked for a long time. No. Um, and then what was the other thing in the upgrades corner? Oh, civilization civilized, starter kit. Yeah. yeah. Open source ecology. Open source ecology. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we featured some starter. stuff and, and that was a pretty big hit. There was some people that sat there and watched the whole thing through the, yeah. through the breaks and stuff. Yeah. And then one of the things that stood out to me around the civilization starter kit is we're not starting a new civilization. We're kind of kickstarting kick what yeah. we already have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's not, the idea. Yeah. It. We're not going to like redo this. We're not reinvent the wheel. It's restorative. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, that's yeah, that yeah, was that's some stuff good. there, and then and we, like we did kind of maybe overdo it in a couple areas. There was a few things that didn't get utilized. Oh, absolutely, and that's I mean, like we came up with a calendar, and and we were really hoping that people would kind of select dates on there that might work for them for garden parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and garden parties have come up. Well, a no, lot. for the summer event. Oh, and this and the summer event, yeah, right? I mean, and some of the stuff, honestly, like we didn't even have a handle on it enough for it to for anyone else to have a handle on it so like whatever that's a really good example you thought it was for garden parties yeah it wasn't even for that it's a calendar for people to put things on and and just so when you're basically when you're in this early creative phases of a thing you're throwing spaghetti at a wall and seeing what sticks (laughs) does it stick is it cooked we had some noodles on the floor after but luckily we had lots of help cleaning up it actually the event the event was taken down and cleaned up the entire thing took like an hour to set up 10 minutes to take down 10 minutes to take down yeah no it was really really good it was really good yeah and yeah some of the spaghetti stuck to the wall some of it was still crunchy on the floor yeah but none of it was overdone none of it was overdone no no, no. did we really overdo it no yeah, you really. can't really overdo it in two weeks no <laughs> so what were some of the solutions that emerged well we got to hear from some really amazing people mm-hmm. and and like we said earlier in the show people can check that out and the audios are all and the posted. best part about it it was through the stories that you can start to see the solutions emerging absolutely it wasn't somebody sitting up there saying we need to have this and we need to reach oh, this goal and, the, and it's, it's it not a rant it's stories and hearing people's stories and their testimony helps us see better the bigger picture and and that's yeah. really the village voice that is the village that voice is the village yeah. voice that's and so what it is. certainly at the event we were encouraging folks to contribute stories to the village voice and mm-hmm. we might as well plug that again here mm-hmm. because if you go to the village voice there's a button right at the top that says send us your story so oh, if you absolutely. have something to contribute a testimony a story anything an experience an experience yeah. putting it in the village voice helps the community to notice it absolutely yeah it's important absolutely and it's one of the things that people talk to us about quite mm-hmm. a bit 
are the emergence of parallel systems or the concepts of parallel systems. This need for parallel systems. Right. I've had like five different people bring up this concept. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, oh, did you hear that on Joe Rogan's podcast? Like, no. It's no. just they're like parallel systems. Nobody, I have not, there's not a lot of people that talk about parallel systems. No. But parallel systems are naturally emergent anytime they're basically as a catalyst in society. Mm-hmm. And yeah. typically it's an oppressive catalyst. Right. And uh, there's beautiful stuff that comes out of it. And like a really big example of parallel systems is the concept of disruptive technologies. Right. Yeah. Disruptive technologies are revolutionizing the world. Bitcoin was a parallel system. Absolutely. Yeah. The advent of the electric car, you know, Tesla, you know, these rockets that can take off and Mm -hmm. land. Right. Incredible stuff. Uber. Mm-hmm. Great example of a, of a disruptive technology and a parallel system mm-hmm. that puts people in control, and that's part of the upgrades corner kind of thing. Yeah, there's there's def certainly challenges. There's with challenges. Those corp- corporatized models that don't serve yeah. the people really, yeah. but they become impressive. And that's quickly. that's something we were learning about. Exactly. Though. That's yeah. absolutely something we were learning, and and so that all really leads into this new foundation. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a provisional convention. Mm-hmm. For the emergence of the foundation here in the Caribou. Yep. And that foundation is still provisional at this point as we're recording this. Absolutely. Yeah. So we don't, I don't want to jump into the future and say something that it's not, but it does look like we've got enough people Mm -hmm. for it to fully finish forming. Mm -hmm. And we have the material we need to Mm -hmm. do it. Yep. And the, the emergent requirements in society seem to be there. There's enough gaps that we need to build bridges. Yep. There's enough cracks mm-hmm. that people are falling through them. Oh, big time. Oh, big time. Especially in small communities. Oh, yes. There's huge problems. And there's a lot of these organizations that just aren't meeting the need anymore. And so, I mean, a really good one. I love this. You and I have talked about this before. But the food bank mm-hmm. filling in the economic disparities from people who can't go to a grocery store and get what they need. Well... That's kind of goes back into that business model where there's some problems still, mm-hmm. right? There's some issues with that. Jimmy Patterson could probably feed everybody in BC. And oh, yeah. I mean, the, the question is... Not hit his profit margin, really. The like, question is, why Why do why? we need a food bank? Why do we need a food bank? Why do we need a food bank? Right. Well, like, obviously, if people need need food, we need a food bank. But the question is, why? Why? Yeah, what's, why? What's the systemic yeah, issue there? What's the systemic issue? I mean, and that's just one of many. Right? It's one of many. Yeah. And, and, and so one of the things we have that didn't start off as a request to fill that gap, it started off as just an emergent cultural thing, mm-hmm. are these garden parties that went mm-hmm. on last year. Mm-hmm. And those are coming up again really quick. Yep. We're going to have those coming up really quick. So that's that's a ton of fun. But the foundation, you know... Helping the community with its emergent needs. Yeah, and it's basically helping us remember that it's the people that have expertise. Yeah. Right? That's the harmonic that we'll operate with. People have expertise. People who go through experiences have wisdom. Yeah. And so this notion of trust the experts, it's absurd. That's the old model. It's, it's absurd. Trust the experts. It's like, no, 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 no. People have expertise. Right. That's the, and you're, so the, we're getting into the teal model. Yeah. Here. And so if somebody has something to say, and especially if somebody has something to say that's difficult, mm-hmm. it probably matters and it probably matters really a lot. Oh, yes. If, and if, but if something's being said from this level of trust the experts, trust the experts. I mean, it's probably not emergent. It's oh. probably not. 
And are people thinking for themselves? Are they like, even thinking? Even in yeah. Paul's letter, he was talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, the new, the new God. Yeah. Science. Yeah. And it's just based on, like, conjecture. Yeah, like, we'll just, be introducing a really incredible series called Tesla Man of Light. And when, oh, when that's we some amazing stuff. introduce, and that's completed, that will reorient people's understanding of, of, the, of the divergence of science. In, oh, wow. in terms of, like, it becoming a religion. And yeah. they will understand how and why and where that happened. I'm so yeah. excited and, for that and to come And like online. you said, I've just got to say it again. Yeah. Tesla, man of light. Mm-hmm. Because that's something that has been in the works now. Yeah. That's years. Years. Like, I, over an, almost an two decades. international project yeah. Yeah. that you've been fortunate enough to work on. I, I know the fellow that's putting it together mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Great conversations. Oh, absolutely! It's, it's going to be it's going to be shattering, like earth like shattering, earth, just yeah. an amazing, amazing yeah. stuff. And and so, I mean, that actually ties in well to this notion of survival of the fittest. This, this oh, every man this for every himself. man for himself. What a bunch of smoke! Absurd! Absurd! Patently absurd! Every man for himself. Survival of the fittest. No, it turns out that's not exactly the case. That was that was designed as a psyop to pit people against each well, other. Well, or it was, you know, I mean, if you don't want to take that Are we a bunch approach, of angry chimps, maybe? Or? It's just it's just this it's idea that emerged on an, somewhere hmm? that was carried across everywhere, and it got picked up as, like, a business model, which kind is of. totally crazy. It's just nuts. The best businesses are cooperative businesses. Yeah, so you know, that in ties back into the foundation. Right. Right? It's, it's constructive vessel for the frustrations of... The community. Absolutely. And it is. It's a constructive vessel. Mm-hmm. It's a way that we can, instead of looking at a goal, we're going to look at a system. And that mm-hmm. system incorporates everybody in it. Not just the goal, mm-hmm. which is what? Who's running this what, goal? Like, where does the goal come from? And what right. is it for? And how does it benefit my community? Ugh, just, life on land? Life on land, yeah. Oh so, my god. Like, what? Yeah, it's more at the level of... Klaus Schwab. Restorative and transformative justice. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this in episode five. Right, yes. The big lie. The big lie, I really like that episode. It's just us. Justice is up to just us. Just us. Absolutely. So, so what's next here? We talked about the garden parties a little bit. Mm-hmm. And in the garden parties, we've been talking about a greenhouse project. That's emergent. And that is, it just popped up in conversation and it's a really good idea. And it ties in. It does tie in. It's a great first step. So the idea is community gardens, right? Champions of community gardens Mm -hmm. in the little communities, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe linked to restaurants would be really great model to follow. Yeah. And we can fill in some gaps in those Mm -hmm. economic disparities. But even and I think at this point, honestly, it's more art, and it's in a and, way, and yeah. a lot of people go, well, community garden. Well, there's one in town, and like I don't get it, and like people just don't get they it. Don't get it. They no. don't get it because they're not doing it. And yeah, so that's all you have to do is show up and get your hands dirty. Mm-hmm. It's actually a great time. I had a lot of fun last year doing yeah. it. And so I don't, I, I don't personally expect like any wild. We're gonna feed the caribou with garden parties this year. It's like no, we actually have to orient people into what it is. And right. so having a garden, community garden, that's in a spot that has meaning yes. and maybe a place that has food. Well, yeah. now we've made the link of the system. Right. What's the system? Well, food is in a system where yeah. there's a garden and there's preparation of food. Right. Simple. 
Well, and I think one of the things to say too, like you said, there's a community garden in town. Mm -hmm. There's other community garden plots. Mm -hmm. The community garden plots are good because everybody can go to it. But we also have gone to people's houses Mm -hmm. in this model previously. And some of those gardens didn't really get tended again. Mm -hmm. And some of them did. Mm -hmm. And I think to get on board with that, all you have to do is show up, make some friends, Really? And people who just like doing it will be like, oh, yeah, I'll come give you a hand. Yeah. And breaking that ground early in the season mm-hmm. and getting the harvest out at yep. the end of the year is, is really important. And for people who haven't done it before, just tagging along, it's mm-hmm. a great time. Right. We were making waffles. We were making smoothies. Yeah. We were traveling around. There's some commercial operations that could probably use our help. And if we can help them, those commercial operations. What are you referring to? Commercial well, anybody who has like a market garden. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Big Rock, for oh, of example. Course. Yeah. Big Rock's great. And they, they've biggest had Biggest challenge. Biggest challenge. H- human capital. Human capital. Absolutely. Labor. Resource. Labor. And Hands so on the ground. You mentioned Ubuntu. Yes. Earlier. Yeah. Now, if people donate three hours a week into something. Yeah. It can absolutely change unlock. the entire face of the community. Absolutely, three unlock hours of people potential. are like, "That's silly." There's but, no way. But you know what? I'll challenge anybody that's listening to this yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have three hours a week to donate into working with some friends in a garden in the sun and laughing and playing, you something's wrong with your life. Right. I mean, so, maybe you don't like doing it, but there's lots of other things. Or maybe you've just never done it before. Or maybe you've done it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Like the old Nike commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Our old quote friend Nike. Okay, we're not spotting Nike. No. But <laughs> so we're also so what's next, right? We've got the garden parties. We're looking at greenhouse projects. Amazing yeah. stuff. We are going to hire somebody to coordinate and grow the Village Voice. Yes, the Village Voice Gazette is an amazing outlet. There's a ton of traffic. That's where the emergence will come to be recognized. It's functioning. Yeah. Like we created wildflowers calendar. Mm-hmm. This just doesn't seem to be functioning. I, I think it needs again. It something's it, off. Something's off something's there. Something's off. There's other calendars that are kind of popped up, but calendars none of them are, are really. Fun. Yeah, I mean, do people even use calendars? Yeah, I mean, people do, but then there's just too much competing noise. Maybe there's too much noise for it, and there's Facebook, and it's just oh yeah, it hasn't. Anyways, it's a, it's there. It's open. Yeah. Anybody can use it. I just don't know that it's ready. Yeah, it, people, it just might not quite ready. be ready. The people, that's what it <laughs> there is. The was calendar actually, works. There well. actually is a calendar going on this some new calendar, and I approached the person about collaborating mm. on a calendar because they're already doing it. So like, let's right. bring the energy together and oh. like make it bigger. And, and they were like, I would not want to cooperate or they don't want to cooperate. They were like, good luck helping build the community, but I'm not going to help you. And yeah. It's like, it was what? very interesting experience. So. Oh, it was very, I remember that conversation. It was very strange. It was very strange. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, definitely looking at bringing somebody in to work with the village voice. And mm-hmm. I think that it's worth saying, you know, if you go to the real life network.com, Check it out in there. There are career options. We've got currently it's, well, it'll be launched probably by the time we release this, Mm -hmm. but uh, we've got a whole spot in there of emergent positions. Mm -hmm. And as positions emerge, Mm -hmm. there you go. They're listed. Check it out. Mm -hmm. If you want to be involved. Yep. It's a really great opportunity. And so one of the other things we're doing in that is we're raising capital, mm-hmm. right? And we're raising capital, like we mentioned earlier, the Civilization Starter Kit. We're not rebuilding society. Mm-hmm. Like, God, we're not coming out of Mad Max. We're preventing it. No, it's a central... 
business repository. Business which sounds Central like repository of resources. I, I've been, okay, and here's something for you guys. If you were listening to this and you say, "Did you just, just say, say a central business repository?" Okay, if you have a better name for it, let me know. It's it's like sh- called sharing. It's called sharing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, basically it's a library. You go down there if you need something, you can check it out. It's a physical resource, right? And and that's great. Like we need that. Yeah. So, and if you haven't ever heard of opensourceecology.org, uh, check that check out. Check it out. We'll help it make so much more sense. So much more sense. Yeah. And uh, like you said, there's the upgrades corner. Yeah. So there's also going to be a link to that in the Village Voice article. Yeah. So you can check that out. Uh, that's on the uh, Real Life Network's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. That's fun. So what else next? Uh, well, let's, let's, let's tell people about the autonomous magnetic motor. I'm really excited. I mean, I'm like, just did. So okay, oh, geez, don't black bag me. <laughs> but uh, it's it runs on magnets, and it's pretty fancy. Now, this is technology that has been done before, but it keeps just disappearing. People try to what? They try to monetize it. Right. They try to sell it. Um, I heard of a really good one. It was going to go to Greyhound buses. Right. Right. And it just would have revolutionized everything because then we don't need diesel. We don't need gasoline. We don't need transmission lines. We could put one in every house. We could put one, uh, you know, at the power transfer station and power the town. Mm-hmm. What would life be like if all of a sudden you didn't have a hydro bill? What would that do? We're working on one. Well, even now, the idea of the fact that we have hydro bills is absurd. It, it really is absurd. Because I mean, what happened? We're already to, making the power and it's already built. You know, and like, I don't want to redo the whole episode of what happened to the Yellow Pages, yeah. but it's in there if you want to listen to what happened to the Yellow Pages. That's another good cameo radio episode. I think really big priority for the foundation is to establish partnerships. Yes, partnerships. For activity really and partnerships for funding. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we're doing is really we're bolstering development sectors. Mm-hmm. Sectors of development. And, I, and helping existing organizations and umbrella organizations identify that those yes because if we look if we take that bigger perspective and we look at our community we'll be able to identify who's doing what and where and that's a big thing actually the surveyor Mm -hmm. is in the surveyor is a position in in the rln and currently we're filling it all in Mm -hmm. we have so we have lists of positions and uh, we're just tackling them as they pop up. Yep. And the more uh, concurrent that those things become, the more that we need somebody to fill it. Right. Totally. So that's why we spot the village voice. That's like, that's probably a part-time job, at least for somebody. Mm-hmm. It could mm-hmm. be full-time depending on how far somebody wants to go with it. So yep. it's really, really great Lastly, stuff. Lastly, we have to rebuild trust. Oh, and have some fun. And have some fun. So, what's the thing about trust? It's the easiest thing to lose and the hardest thing to regain. Oh, yes. It's, yeah, you build trust mm-hmm. over time and it can be lost in the blink of an eye. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it seems at a large level, like at a societal level, that's very much what's happened. Yeah. Well, what if we did it in an overnight summer gathering? <laughs> mm-hmm. That was one thing that came out of the event. It was it was really powerful. Mm-hmm. It was what was it three and a, three hours with a break? About three hours with a break, and yeah. it was a lot. And there could have been more. Mm-hmm. Oh, like there it, could have been more after to have breakout groups would have been really ideal. Yeah, but you need a whole other. You need overnight. And you need a whole other day to do that. We pretty much need so. it to be a lar- larger event. And like I got up there on stage and had to introduce the foundation, and. 
it's like, I, do, I just want to be quick. I'm like, I don't want to go into too much detail because it's, it turns into like some kind of, like you said, multiple day. You got to break it down. It's 18 sectors of development. It's, it's, it spans so many aspects mm-hmm. that it's difficult to describe it in, uh, you know, any detail without getting too complicated. Like, it's, it's very, it's very interesting, but, uh, an overnight event, right? Looking at further development, 18 sectors of it, an event, some live music, but keep it a good time. I think what we learned is like, keep it really simple. Keep it simple. You know, an overnight camping trip would be super simple. Doesn't have to be overdone over anything. No, no. Mostly it's done over a campfire. Exactly. With couple some marshmallows. Faci- couple, and- couple facilitated, you know, activities Absolutely. and boom. And, and there there would be a lot accomplished. Yeah. And for yeah. people who want to try something different, we're taking, uh, what is it? The, the strips of beef and put them on the barbecue skewer and cook them like a hot <laughs> yeah, dog instead of hot dogs instead of hot dogs it's really good try that that's some that's some amazing <laughs> Upgrade. stuff upgrades and i mean there'll probably be hot dogs there too but so what else <laughs> free press <clears throat> free press was present they had to run to uh, get a grass fire story <laughs> to catch a grass fire yeah so they kind of missed the presentation we filled them in somewhat later but they made a few little errors yeah just some things that for the sake of clarity were misreported. Yeah. One being that the foundation was going to reopen the community garden. That's the sustainability. Yeah. The, right. t- that's the sustainability society runs the community garden in the 100 mile, the one by Donix. Mm-hmm. And then there's another community garden that's plots that are purchase plots on the other side of the highway yeah. behind the red coach, behind the red coach, so, behind the hall, just to clear that kind of miss yeah and so and like i'm happy to work with peter and those people again oh yeah no it's part of it's actually part of the plan is to put energy it's like she knew in there but (laughs) but to be clear like we're not that's not the goal some goal of the foundation is not that's not what it is no yeah so i've come to know the free press a little bit better Mm -hmm. um i've been in the newspaper a lot lately and over the last year, that's kind of fun. I wouldn't say a lot. You've been in... More times. than I thought I would be. Okay. Let's just put it that way. That's a lot for me. More than I thought I would be. And for various different reasons. Oh, my. But uh, I think that they're really getting a good bit on there. I talked to them the other day about what's going on in the area. And they were, they were very interested at the diversity that's popping up in the area. There is a lot going on in the South Caribou. More than I even could imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't even have a clue, right? We're working. This is what we're working on. And we're focused here. And we're trying to take a holistic view. But, like, we can't see everything. Because if it's not coming into the free press or the Village Voice, like, how could people possibly see it? It's not going to be reported on Global News for crying out loud. We got to hear about that at the the convention. Listen to the testimonies to hear more about Global News. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But ultimately, I think it's important (laughs) to recognize that... The role of the Village Voice is to fill those gaps where the black press media isn't going to go. No, they're they're just not going to go there. No, no, they don't. So that's building bridges and filling gaps. Yeah, and that's what the purpose of the foundation is. And that's, I think, something that the the free press is interested in that because that's not their mandate. They don't do that. They do a very specific role. Mm -hmm. And we come in and we build bridges over gaps Mm -hmm. that are too big to fill. Yep. And so that's really great. That's really great. I look forward to working together more there. Um, so like overall, overall, 
How did, how did it go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it went really well. Mm-hmm. It was very constructive. It was very constructive. Yeah. Very informative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned a lot. A lot of interesting um, things expressed, let mm-hmm. out. Let out, yes. You know, um, yeah. stuff it, that would have never been talked about two years. Two years ago? No. Three years ago? No. Never. This you would have never heard this. This level of understanding, this level of awareness, right. you never would have heard it. Just you know, put out there. No, you really wouldn't have. Yeah. You wouldn't have. And and the thing is that that catalyst didn't exist Mm-mm. to push that parallel system. No. no. And so what next? Well, I think well, we're going to. We've already talked about it. Well, I think we're going <laughs> to do it again. Kind of, we did that. Yeah. Well, what again. next? We're gonna going to do it again. Guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want to thank everybody for listening to this. New Renaissance episode on Cameo Radio. This is Cameron McSorley. I'm here with Danny Honeywine. And uh, we want you to check out that Village Voice article. Like and subscribe. All that sort of stuff. Check back often. We're going to have our next episode, episode 16, coming up pretty soon. And I'm just really excited to see where this all keeps going. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Get tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned to get tuned.